Listener supported. WNYC Studios. Hey, it's Latif from Radio Lab. Our goal with each episode is to make you think, how did I live this long and not know that? Radio Lab, adventures on the edge of what we think we know. Listen wherever you get podcasts. From WNYC Studios, I'm Brian Lehrer. This is my Daily Politics Podcast. It's Monday, March 6th. New York Congressman Pat Ryan, Democrat from the Hudson Valley, is my guest. Congressman, we just had this unusual sequence of events, as you know, where the Washington, D.C. City Council passed a criminal justice reform bill to fight mass and excessive incarceration. The Democratic mayor of D.C., Muriel Bowser, vetoed it. City Council overrode her veto 12 to 1, so the reforms would have gone into effect. But then Congress voted to override City Council because Congress has a say in Washington, D.C., urban affairs. The vote in the House was all the Republicans plus 31 Democrats who wanted to appear or who genuinely are tough on crime in that particular way. Which way did you vote? Uh, I was one of the the 31 Democrats, uh, and I think a lot of this, uh, who who said that, for example, lowering lowering uh, uh, penalties for murder, carjacking, sexual assault, uh, is is not the right direction. Um, and and I will say that that was a, a hard vote because as a, as a former local government official, I, I do not think it's actually appropriate for the federal government to come in and, as, as uh, Mayor Bowser has said, kind of step on the home rule authority that pretty much every other local government has that I had when I was a county executive uh, in the Hudson Valley. Um, but we, we, that's, the, that's the system we have. And until we get statehood for D.C., which I support, um, you know, I, I had to decide how, how do we think about public safety. And having been on the ground and worked on these issues closely with law enforcement in my community, I, I did feel like this was a, an important uh, moment to say that with, with crime as it is, uh, we, have to, we have to make sure we hold those committing these atrocious crimes uh, accountable. So you're on the same side as President Biden here, because that's the next step that I didn't mention yet. After Congress voted to overrule what D.C. City Council did regarding its own city, President Biden could have vetoed the bill, reaffirming his stance that D.C. should have home rule as a city, not be subject to national politics, as just played out in Congress. Uh, But he tweeted this, I support D.C. statehood and home rule, but I don't support some of the changes D.C. Council put forward over the mayor's objections, such as lowering penalties for carjackings. That was uh, a tweet from President Biden's account. So, I mean, this is about 2024, right? The next election versus the principle of D.C. home rule? I, I mean, I, I agree with what the president said, and I, I actually think it's about listening to people on the ground, whether you're in New York City or the Hudson Valley or I'm sure other parts of the country who are concerned about public safety. I mean, we have seen both in D.C., uh, where I spend some time now, and certainly in New York, we've seen a huge increase in car-related crimes, thefts, carjacking. Um, so as that happens, we have to respond to 
the concerns and and the, the the data on the ground and you know you you see this uh, happening of course under uh, Mayor Adams in the city and our local law enforcement are working hard on this and we're making sure we're giving them the the tools to to meet the concerns from voters so I mean you know these are we always have elections but I think it's much more about listening and and uh, you know I was frankly I was one of I was the only Democratic House member in New York. Who who won this year in a in a hard seat? Uh, there were nine competitive seats. I was the only one, the only Democrat who won, and I think part of it was I talked about the fact that we have to listen to the con- the public safety concerns of our of our constituents, and it, it's always a balance. But in this case, I think you know we got the balance right. You were the only Democrat who won in the competitive districts in suburban New York. Long Island went from two Democrats to Republicans to four Republicans. Uh, Congressman Jamal Bowman, who's part of the squad, did retain his seat pretty easily in lower Hudson Valley in Westchester. Uh, But yes, Sean Patrick Maloney lost north of there, but you won. Something the president might make his first veto is a bill that looks like it's getting through both houses of Congress with just enough Democrat support to limit how much retirement funds can take so-called ESG into account. That's environmental, social, and governance practices of the companies like good labor practices or a divestment from fossil fuel companies, things like that. Here's Republican Senator Mike Braun of Indiana on why he objects to allowing companies to do this with retirement funds. To me, this is a dangerous navigation because they've done a five-year study that 2.5% differential in the return on these funds where you're emphasizing ESG versus what is the best return affects 152 million Americans in their retirement 401ks, about $12 trillion. Do the math, 2.5% on $12 trillion. You should not be burdened with trying to push any political agenda where you're going to impact the hard earnings that you give to someone else in trust that you're going to make the right decision. Senator Braun of Indiana on Fox. How did you vote on the ESG bill, Congressman? I, I strongly disagree with uh, with Senator Braun and Republicans on this, and I, I was, uh, uh, yeah, I think, pre- I think pretty much every Democrat, I believe all Democrats, uh, supported the idea, which is ironic to me that we're the ones uh, supporting this idea that it's about choice, <laughs> that uh, the, the Republicans were supposedly about, uh, you know, allowing individual choice and, and uh, fiduciary financial uh, f- uh, fiduciaries responsible for making these decisions who are the experts to make a choice. So the policy just allows, it doesn't require, but it allows uh, investors and fiduciaries to say, hey, we might actually care that uh, these these companies or funds we're investing in are polluting our environment, are allowing uh, rails to uh, rail lines to derail and and cause uh, pollution, or you know other important issues that actually do affect the value of a company in the long term. Um, so I think this is a very disingenuous and hypocritical uh, piece of legislation, frankly, uh, and I think. Uh, I, you know, I was proud to say that fiduciaries should have this choice, and if if people uh, want to factor in environmental and other concerns, that they absolutely should be able to do that. Republicans say they're fighting what they call woke capitalism. By the way, the reason this could get through the Democratic Senate is that they got two Democrats, Joe Manchin and John Tester. Uh, but the Republicans, I mean, they claim generally that they believe in letting the private sector function with minimal government interference, right? 
Supposedly, but again, this is uh, actions speak louder than words. This is the exact opposite to your point, Brian. This is actually removing optionality and choice from fiduciaries. And uh, I don't know Senator Braun, but I'm pretty confident in saying he's he's not an expert in financial markets. He's not a fiduciary. Let's actually let those experts and the, and the investors whose whose pension funds are involved make that choice themselves. Uh, so this is another example, by the way, of dark money groups and big mega Republican donors that have been lobbying to pass this bill. This is not this is the same story we kind of see across the board. It's very similar to actually the, the rail safety issue we were talking about earlier. Yeah, I guess I couldn't help but thinking if private investment funds were setting themselves up to divest from companies that practiced affirmative action or provide gender affirming care benefits, um, maybe we wouldn't see Republicans so concerned about maximizing profits above all else, you think? Exactly, exactly. And that I think the good news here is after a long time of, of kind of being able to cloak this under other arguments, I think the vast majority of Americans in both parties are seeing the growing consolidation of um, these these mega mega corporations. Uh, I'm certainly not casting this at on all companies, but some of these you know ones that have tremendous power, the Amazons of the world that pay nothing in <laughs> in corporate tax, um, yet are are the wealthiest companies in the world. I know you got to go, but sometimes on the Republican argument side. Uh, the people who are invested in these funds don't have the choice whether to divest or not. Like if, if it's a big pension fund related to their union uh, or, or something like that, um, they may not have that individual choice as to what they want to do with their 401ks, and those decisions are being made for them, right? Right. This is the, the, these fiduciaries, and what, this, what, what I voted for and the, the vast preponderance of Democrats was to give those fiduciaries the choice. And then, you know, I think good fiduciaries are actually legally required to listen to and incorporate the concerns of their, uh, you know, their customers, their investors. So I think this was headed in a good direction and was going to be a positive uh, reform. And then, and then we see the, the corporate interests come in and do exactly what we're seeing play out and very disingenuous arguments from Republicans, unfortunately. All right. Looks like this is headed to be Joe Biden's first veto as president. Congressman Pat Ryan from the Hudson Valley, thank you so much for joining us. We always appreciate when you come on. Oh, thank you, Brian. It was great. Have a great day. Brian Lehrer, a daily politics podcast, is an excerpt from my live daily radio show, The Brian Lehrer Show, on WNYC Radio, 10 a.m. to noon Eastern Time, if you want to listen live at WNYC.org. Thanks for listening today. Talk to you next time.